all. That's awesome. So good, he's got to play the whole thing. Got it. My, my favorite part so yeah. good. of this whole video was coming up when me and Bill are doing that opposite windmills. Nice, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great awesome. set, isn't it? That shot <laughs> that's an epic that's shot. Awesome, man. So good. Whoops. My favorite part. <laughs> this is my first time seeing the, the final. Actually, yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. I just saw that. Oh, that was a cold day, wasn't it? Like I did well. I can't believe they made me take my shirt off. <laughs> it's cold. That was so cold. Ladies and gentlemen, that was not the new boy in December single. That was Blind Eye Era. (laughs) And we just had to play that song for a couple of reasons. One, because it's an amazing song. And secondly, uh, you might notice we have uh, a new member here with us in episode 14, uh, Thomas Ireland. Welcome. Hi, Thomas. Hey, Hey, guys. Hi, Thomas. Hey, buddy. (laughs) And Thomas is here. One, because he was the guitar player in that band and the writer in that band, Blind Eye Era. And uh, for more information on Blind Eye Era, just uh, do a Google search. Uh, they probably still have a MySpace up and uh, definitely find this video and more on Faux Pop TV and as well as YouTube. Is that right still, Thomas? Yeah, yeah. I and, don't think the MySpace would be too up to date anymore. but uh, Sure. Yep, that's correct. But great band, a uh, bunch of great guys and... Uh, you guys aren't the band's basically not together anymore is that correct, correct? yeah but yeah. Uh, still music's worth uh, grabbing it and I should ask uh, can they buy the CD anywhere yeah you can find it on iTunes yeah perfect absolutely yeah so Sweet. Uh, go to iTunes and check out Blind Eye Air and buy all their songs <laughs> after you buy ours 
Yeah, after, of course, you buy, uh, <laughs> buy ours. <laughs> On your way out. <laughs> yeah, so this is a special podcast for us uh, today. We... Don't forget to donate. What's that? Who's that? <laughs> Robot? And there he is. He's frozen, folks. He's frozen. <laughs> Once again. Frozen. <laughs> what the? How did he get that over there so quick? I don't know. The beauty of Well, Skype. you should mention who Thomas is in relationship to us. Well, he is. Our, uh, some of you might not even know the, this. That Boy in December is <clears throat> a family band. And we are all brothers. And... <laughs> And sometimes we don't want to be all brothers, but <laughs> we try to disassociate ourselves from some of our brothers. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> we but, even, yeah, but Thomas here is also more or less a brother because mm. he married our sister. So he's our brother-in-law. So we're keeping it in the family here. For I sure. Her. Yeah. And so, coincidentally, he just happens to be this amazing producer-mixer guy. So it all works really cool. <laughs> engineer and an engineer, yeah, he's he's the 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 much the of the brains behind the, some of these new tunes. The, brains the production, as far as the production goes, yeah, brains yeah. and the balls. So yeah. uh, the reason for this podcast actually is to release <laughs> the second single in our series of a single in six weeks. I don't know if we hit the did we hit the mark. This this time I around, I think we're a little late on this one. Late, yeah, I think but, so. Uh, Got a little lazy. We, yeah, we're so lazy. And this song took a little more work, would you say? Yes, yeah, guys. Yeah. Like, and I think part of the reason I'll just throw my two cents out. Part of the reason I think is because this song was an actually an older song. We weren't starting from scratch with it. Mm-hmm. We've actually had this song. We've been playing it live for probably a year two and a half years. or maybe two years. Yeah. Um. So. Coming back to this one seemed to be a little more uh, challenging than Newborn Thought, which just kind of flew out and it was fresh and new and brand new right from the get-go. But we're really excited about it and glad to have it out, uh, finally. Yeah. So, um, it uh, is now on iTunes. Yes, it is. It is. So, Brother Matt. Check it out. But before we listen to that, I wanted to... Since we have a special guest here, we have a kind of a celebrity here, uh, celebrity <laughs> producer, mixer, um, engineer, extraordinaire, Thomas Ireland. Um, Thomas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, him a, give him a shout out, folks. Give him a hand. <clears throat> um, <laughs> oh. uh, so, uh, so, Thomas, um, how long have you been in the recording industry and what it, it t- tell us how this all like why are you recording and mixing records today wow that's a it's a big question mark mm. um no pun intended it's hard to do a podcast with these guys i apologize <laughs> Tweedledee well, and Tweedledee over here. interesting <laughs> <laughs> Two losers in the corner. <laughs> oh my god! You're gonna have to be watching this podcast to get uh, any uh, sorry, any context. Talk, talk. Just relax. I'll just throw it in. We're we're cramming four guys in a little room, so it's uh, pretty tight. And one guy over Skype. Anyway, uh, let's start this part again. So Thomas Ireland's in the studio uh, here with us, and. Uh, Thomas, uh, you are a recorder engineer. You have your own business, uh, Ice House Studios. Uh, Ice House Studios, and you have a studio uh, out of town here. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what brought you to the, that kind of uh, an occupation? Um, just interesting enough, over the past week I got approached by, by two, different, two different kids wanting to do a co-op with me, which yeah. I thought was, uh, was <laughs> I mean, a huge compliment. Mm-hmm. That they actually think that yeah. you know I keep busy at that and that I don't have a day job, mm-hmm. so that was uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Which took took me back. It would have to be about ten years ago, pretty much ten years ago exactly that I asked Mark Hussey for a co op at his <laughs> studio, <laughs> <laughs> and they said no. We're uh, <laughs> sorry, dude. Just can't. No, no, no. Some coffee, boy. no. I, I definitely understand. I just yeah. <laughs> Well, it's tough, isn't it? Like uh, yeah. when, you, especially you know, 
because you aren't doing it full time and you're I always was feeling like probably at that time I was like oh I don't know if I have enough work to have a guy around and it's such a responsibility and <coughs> blah 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 and I was probably still doing construction at the time as well mm-hmm. and all that but um but yeah. you've been interested in music a long time. You've been playing music in bands and all that, even before you uh, went to school for recording engineering. Right, right. I guess, I mean, I started playing guitar when I was eight, and, and then then the public school was in a band, and then a few different bands throughout high school, and then... Dance band. Dance band with <laughs> Manny. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, but I guess... I guess I was sort of always a control freak in the sense, you know, any time we did record with Mark, which everything did turn out great, but I wanted to be there for every aspect of it mm-hmm. to make sure that everything was sounding great. And I always just wanted my chance to make it how I envisioned it and uh, not have to, I guess, filter through someone else. It's sort of how I thought at the time. Which is a good way to think, mm-hmm. for right. sure. You know, that's, I mean, anything we've learned over the years too is you kind of go through the, uh, the experiences with having producers and and other studios that you go to and and all the, the you know extra people around and you kind of come to the come to that place where you want to have that kind of one flexibility and I guess control over your music. Um, would you say that what got you into recording and engineering was initially your own music? Absolutely, for sure. And uh, you were in a band. Was your first band Countermind? Well, I mean, I guess that'd be my first serious band. Mm-hmm. I was in, you know, a group of friends we grew up with. We all played instruments, and then slowly that dissolved, and the, or eventually became Countermind with the with these guys' youngest <laughs> brother, <laughs> brother Myron, which was the connection with with meeting Mark. Yeah. <clears throat> And yeah, it was definitely and, my uh, first. And your future wife. <laughs> and your future oh, wife, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that me that clipped there, Mark? It sounded like I'm just going to bring you down a bit. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cool. No problem. Yeah, yeah. And, and my future wife. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool for us, that's for sure. Because, you know, we were definitely fans of Countermine back in the day. And then it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, a wonderful surprise when we found out that you were dating our sister. And, uh, <laughs> it was like nice. Oh. And so it's uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's well, why don't we just take this opportunity to welcome Thomas to the family? Yeah, no, welcome to the family. You just welcome got married uh, last last summer in Ireland, right? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. And your name is Thomas Ireland. And you like Guinness? I do. Mm, and you have a cat named Dublin. That's true. So what's the yeah. Irish connection here? <laughs> what uh, just just that my ancestors are all Irish is that uh, is that what <laughs> works is that good enough uh, I don't know totally I don't buy it <laughs> I don't buy it all you don't look Irish to me let's hear the accent so uh, your musical interests because here you are working with a pop band like I, I mean we're well we're a pop rock band I guess or whatever you want to call us we're not um, here Blind Eye Air there it's very orchestrated it's very there's a metal and uh, dance elements to it. Is that your? Are those your influences? I guess. I guess my influence has always been guitar-driven music, and and as you start getting into guitar-driven music, it seems to get driven more and more and more. Until it was oh, well, I guess these days all I listen to is metal, and that that's been been the way it's been for the past. I guess 10 years now not that that's my I, of course I listen to all genres and a good song and any genre is a good song mm-hmm. but most of the time I uh, I listen to metal um, as far as musical influence it would it would be I guess mostly mostly uh, anything out of Sweden mostly the melodic death metal stuff but before that it would have been Tool and before that it would have been any new metal stuff like Chord and that Trouble Charger. <laughs> See, Trouble Charger's not metal, and I always like Trouble Charger. <laughs> you're also a big Tea Party fan of it. Oh, yeah, super excited that they're back together. Oh, wow. oh really? Super, actually, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, they're playing the Bayfest, and they're also playing oh, really? the sound. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I could hear some songs I never thought I'd hear. Yeah, no again. kidding. Yeah, because you, you just saw the uh, Jeff, Martin Jeff Martin play. play that was about acoustic. a year ago. Yeah. This acoustic thing, and that was it's cool. Yeah, true. Who else is playing Bayfest in excesses? Are you serious? No, that's that one and one sound. Yeah, Tea Party's playing that night too. Oh, really? Yeah, as far uh, as I know. Wow. I think. 
Well, there's some other good bands playing uh, uh, coming up. Uh, I think um, Boy in December actually is taking the stage in Stratford. I might as well take a moment to plug that. Stratford on May the 9th. It's a Monday night, a weird night to be playing, but Monday night at Molly Blooms in Stratford. So maybe in the Stratford area, even if you're uh, not in that area and want to come out and have have a good time, we'll be there playing these new songs and playing a bunch of our old stuff and uh should be fun mm-hmm. and times. it's possible that thomas might even be taking the stage that night though it's undetermined yeah yeah should be good yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um <clears throat> sweet that's awesome so but if you're if you were talking if you ask my my influence as far as as production goes yeah i mean i i think i think the guy who does it best mm-hmm. um and and nails it every time without exception is is andy sneep Mm-hmm. If you've ever heard any, uh, yeah. any of his stuff, his stuff. I'm getting a uh, that's Mike and myself speakers on there. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. Just vacating for a second. Yeah, no problem. We'll just uh, let you do that. So, Andy Sneep, and what does he produce? Um, well, he's kind of he does all the big names these days. I always liked his work with uh, uh, Arch Enemy was uh, was one of his best ones. He, I think he made As I Lay Dying sound the best they ever sounded. Megadeth sounds sounds crushing and Exodus. He's he's got this great way of it's very mechanical and and everything's edited and on the grid and, and re-triggered and, and reamped and all the tricks that there is, but he still seems to keep a way that I feel mm-hmm. uh is still somewhat natural. Of course it can't be. There's still a bit of machine likeness to it, as as that's the modern metal sound, but he still mm-hmm. keeps a bit of bit of realism. Hmm. Definitely has a bit of bit of eighties flavor to it as well oh, big reverb and stuff yeah, like so what yeah what sort of uh metal elements would you say you're bringing to uh, this band and these new songs well i don't, I don't know i don't if know any. any i i just think i i have my own influence and because all i listen to is metal then of course i can't i can't stray from it but i don't yeah i i purposely go in whenever i am trying to mix your guys stuff and not do what i do metal just try to do what i do for your song right mm. Mm. But we are enjoying the definitely the the guitar sounds and the the mix of the guitars, which I I think comes from that experience. Well, with 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 metal, it's yeah. about, or at least as I've learning, and of course you're always learning, you never stop learning, and that's here where I'm at now. Is you really got to get the definition, really got to hear everything evenly, and you can't have too big of a guitar sound, or else it's just gonna trample all over the vocals or the bass and mm-hmm. and you really got to thin things out and find their space without having things sound like they're thinned out right and i guess that's the yeah. that's a trick and that's definitely what up an approach i definitely take for you guys yeah. different sort of eq curves and stuff like that and, and and not over compressing and i'm not editing and all that stuff but mm-hmm. definitely trying to trying to keep the space there that's good i've definitely I noticed that as a vocalist that the when it comes time to do the vocal uh, there's more space Mm-hmm. To work with I there. love that and the auto tune on the voice coming. is awesome too. <laughs> What's the that, voice Micah? has been coming through, which I've been enjoying as the vocalist. Right. What was that, Micah? I said I love the way you're auto tuning the voice. Oh. Sounds a lot better. <laughs> no, no auto tune was used yeah. <laughs> in the recording of All Right. This is true, and it's obvious. No, <laughs> as you're about to hear, <laughs> two little flat spots. Oh, whatever. We're just keep, we're, into, we're definitely just keeping it real, keeping it real these days, and just awesome. in recording these songs. And we're really excited to have Thomas uh, engineering and mixing and producing, and and we also have to thank Randall who couldn't be with us uh, tonight. He's in uh, in Toronto, I think, uh, auditioning for something, some kind of a big TV part. So. Uh, Ooh. You know, I'll, I'll just keep everybody suspenseful about that. Ooh. Ooh. Thanks, Randall. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's probably uh, driving right now, but uh, Rand, uh, we, we appreciate your uh, input on, on these songs, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, it's exciting to us to, ha- to have a team, you know, because we're always really the, before Rand came along and then, uh, and then Thomas, we were always just kind of struggling on our own. And I think that, we were always following into uh, patterns that, um, you know, were were common for us, or, e- or finding the, always kind of going into the same kind of things. And so it's great to have people pushing us and uh, yeah, getting us to explore. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, Thomas, uh, you've got an idea for the next Boy in December single that you've been uh, throwing at us. 
Uh, we don't have to play it right now, but we're pretty excited about it. You want to talk about that in a few minutes? <clears throat> well, this this came up when, when we were recording the last song, and then there was there was already one guitar sort of filling a whole bunch of, of the free, frequency spectrum, and Randall wanted to add another. And with with this idea of trying to keep the space and trying to keep everything <clears throat> its own its own separate, like you can hear everything defined and all, everything like that. I really wasn't digging the third guitar, so I thought, fine, how about we do the next song my way, <laughs> and uh, how about I try to come up with something that, as long as you guys like it, I mean, see see how it goes, and sort of do it kind of metal production, see how it goes, mm-hmm. cut up the drums, put them on the grid, get a ripping guitar tone, double track it, pan left and right, and leave in some space, and try to do it my way, see what happens. I mean, if you guys... Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's. I think we're really excited about that, yeah, and just doing something totally different for Boyd than Boyd December usually would do on their own. Yeah, but I definitely like the ideas I've come up with, and oh, I mean, they might just spark your own ideas. But I was trying to keep you guys in mind. Well, we mm-hmm. we I'm appreciate not, cool. not trying to get you to. to we appreciate play you thinking about us, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yes. that's great. Well, why don't we? Uh, why don't we listen to the song? It's uh, it's now. Um, if you go to boyindecember dot com right now, you can purchase this new song called "All Right," that's been recorded uh, over the last five or six weeks, I guess. And um, it's available on iTunes. If you do search for "Boy in December," it's on iTunes, and it's also on Amazon already, and uh, a few other places. I was looking around. Uh, eventually, it'll be everywhere. Um, so. Without any further ado, as they say, adieu, and, and we love our widget, <laughs> as you'll notice, the widget. We have a new widget on the site with the song "All Right," and please uh, donate. I'll just, <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> I love that. Donate bracket. Donate if you, you want. want. <laughs> Actually, I will. I will explain this real quick for those of you that are watching. We have this widget. You can take. And you can share it uh, in, and embed it basically into your MySpace or your Facebook or wherever you like to help us uh, spread the word of this song. This buy button will work, but not quite yet. And the reason it's not working yet is what? because it takes, no, it just takes a few weeks for it to distribute around the world at all the different uh, uh, merchandise, uh, digital merchandise outlets. However, you can, as you can see down on the download on iTunes, Click on that and purchase it on iTunes for 99 cents. Or you can, as Matt said, donate if you want. And if you can't afford it, click here to download All Right, where you see that link. If you right mouse button, click on that, and uh, you'll get a download link. And you can just download it and have it because we want you to have have this song. Have it, spread it. So I'm going to spread it around. Actually, if you do choose the free option, yeah. Um, at least share it with one other person. Okay, that's, that's the deal. That's the deal. If you take it for free, share it. Share it. <laughs> all right, this is all right. No, it's not. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that did not. I was like, wow, I didn't remember hearing that part. Okay, so without any further ado, because we are getting long-winded about this, here is all right. What was that I said? Was there a comma after it? Should have finished the sentence I'm trying to align all the pieces I could never fail Get back in my old bed Oh, oh Oh, oh Oh, oh I was pulled to you by the magnet That pulls to the one Nothing can take that away Yesterday's 
Pretty good driving song, eh? So that was that was the uh, new uh, Boy in December single, "All Right," produced by this guy here, who's driving home from some uh, somewhere, some place. Looking good, looking fine <laughs> on looking mobile fine, Skype. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so uh, what do you guys think of the song? I think it sounds nice. Awesome. Sounds excellent. I love it. Yeah. I can't get it out of my head. I love it so much. It stacks up with the other ones. Was that Robot Man? <laughs> yeah, it does. I think it does Absolutely. very much. It's Sorry, do you think it stacks up with the other Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's catchy. It's got a nice catchy uh, chorus. It's very happy. It's a good, good sort of uh, spring-summer song. So I, I think mm-hmm. the release is it's, it's right on time. Both... Yeah. Oh, did I lose? Both songs are here. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, good. Okay, give me... Uh, we're going to just pause for two seconds for station identification. Yeah, it's a record again. Record again. I thought it'd be like a sweater. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just naive. <laughs> cool. So uh, that was all right, and uh, it was great to have uh, Randall Lobb pop in at the last last bit there. We just took a few minutes to regroup. Manny had to leave us, and... Uh, and we just had to make sure we get, got a good connection remotely with uh, with Randall Love, the producer, who's driving home from Toronto, couldn't be with us live tonight, as far as in the studio. But he is with us live on the road. I am indeed. So, uh, Rand, um, you've heard the finished mix. What are your thoughts? Yes, sir. One thing that struck me was uh, <clears throat> whatever you guys did to that what I call the second guitar in the chorus mm-hmm. it really popped out. And I really like that. It, I, I think that really adds a complexity to the chorus. And it gives me another, I don't know if it's a through line exactly, but it gives me a pop-up part that I really focus in on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like it really really stands out. And it makes it, anything like that, and you know how, I mean, in general, this is what I always want anyway, but anything like that where there's a little variation that comes in, I love that and I want to hear it again and again. And the fact that, I hear it only twice, or maybe it's only twice in that. The fact that I hear it and it's kind of unanticipated and mm-hmm. it's not the not the hook from before that really makes that song more interesting for me. <laughs> Agreed, and and we were just about to ask Thomas, you know, you because there was a few uh, layers of guitars in there, and and how did you go about mixing this song, Thomas, and coming up with that sound that Rand's talking about? Actually, what what. <clears throat> When I was saying earlier about the the three guitar part and it being the smear and it wasn't wasn't working for me, well, we I think we all settled on the uh, the, the compromise, which I think sounds great. Is um, it's not a layered guitar at that point; it's just the guitar changes, right? Nice. So so it doesn't it doesn't continue with the the same first half of the chorus. So we really ultimately have one take, which is what we were trying to right. accomplish. Nice. Something that but it's can a be real pop still, right? Oh yeah, it's really, really wide there. I love that part, and I really what another part I really like, which I think was Rand's suggestion, were how we pulled the instrumentation except for bass and drums out of the second verse. Yeah, that really, like really that works seems- for me. Mm-hmm. Yep, good idea, Randall. Yeah, it was a good one. Well, you get everybody gets one. <laughs> yeah, you get one good idea. I used her up. So, uh, from an engineering perspective, Thomas, you, you get you know you get this. You're used to doing metal stuff. You get this band that's playing these kind of poppy rock songs or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. 
where do you start with that mixing it? Do you just take the same approach? Is it just science? Is it math? Or is there, uh, is there something to different styles of music? I mean, it, it's, I mean before even the mix, I, I think the, the prep work that goes into to, like the editing, I guess, it, that goes into mixing, what you guys do is compared to what, what I normally do is a lot different. Um, metal is, is, is cut to perfection where where this was just let you guys played to a click track we just let it go you left you, you kept the feel i didn't correct anything i just cleaned up all like the the dead space when the guitar wasn't playing the the bleed between the toms when he wasn't hitting it and other than that it's pretty much ready to get ready to mix within the within an hour or so of cleaning stuff up and that is fantastic nice uh, and and so it, i jump in here and that's a real difference from the first album isn't it huge yep yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those of you interested in the first record, which we're actually very proud of, and, and Randall so. also produced, um, we had so many layers of of tracks <laughs> that it's amazing we got any kind of clarity out of that record. Um, <laughs> but and the and the reason being was that we just spent so much time trying so many different things, which was a great experiment for us and a great uh, exercise for us. Um, but three years of uh, doing that maybe uh, was a little bit too long. We're really enjoying this new concept of just going in and we've got our, like we were talking earlier, our solid team with, uh, with Randall and, and, and Thomas and, and the band here and just writing songs and blowing them out. And mm-hmm. if, you know, they, if they're great songs, which we obviously are attached to all of them and think they're good or else we wouldn't put them out or not, um, they're coming out every six weeks. So, uh, anyway, thanks, uh, Everybody for downloading the last one, and this one's yeah, out there for you, you now. So, Randall, you know, you you came in. This song is an older song. We were talking earlier about how um, it was a little more difficult than Newborn Thought because we'd had it in our bag for, you know, a year and a half, playing it live and, and working it before we even thought about recording it. Um, <clears throat> did you find that it was more challenging coming in at, in pre-production with a song like this? I don't ever think it's challenging uh and maybe that's because i'm not that musically uh knowledgeable specifically like to the technical elements like you guys know that what i do is i listen to you play and then i it's almost like i'm hearing another version of you guys in my head mm-hmm. and so i'm hearing the song against some other thing like like i'm hearing parts and I'm, the funny thing is, I'm hearing it in your voices in another part. So, like, I'll hear these other parts of the song. So, it's not like I listen and then I have, you know, some kind of crafting process or something that occurs to me. And, you know, for good or ill, when you say that I'm a producer, I think that's very kind. More likely what I do is I, I just listen and then I say the thing that I'm hearing. And then you guys get to decide whether, in fact, I'm a producer or not. Right. by deciding whether that advice is good or bad and and I think that <laughs> what what happened with this song is one of these cases where I would I would listen to you play it live and I would hear these other little elements and so you know areas and I'm not saying it was repetitive but areas where it is repetition I think oh I'd love to hear something different there or areas where you know there's a, a, a predominance of X I think, It'd be nice if Y would pop up there. Just things like that. But I, I, I can never, as you know, I can never articulate it in a way that would ever make it challenging to me. It's more like, it's more, it's more fun. Like, I, I like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that must be said again and again and again. It's, I can't imagine uh, a band more welcoming to someone else coming in and giving them advice when that guy can't even play an instrument. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they, although they do say that Rick Rubin can't play anything, and if if I'm not, I'm not going to compare myself to Rick Rubin. <laughs> I mean, you have, you do have the same beard as him. I, I certainly have the same beard. But what I would say, I think I do the same thing uh, that Rick Rubin does. I don't do it with the way that with the skill or any of that. But I think what happens is some people just constantly hear songs in your head, and and you guys know that growing up, I I mean, I, it's like hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of songs and I hear the songs so deep and they're so widely uh, categorized in my head that I'm almost hearing layers so mm-hmm. sometimes when you're playing I'll say there's a piece of the cars there's a piece of trick or there's a piece of whatever and, 
and those pieces all kind of fold together and make this sort of vision of what I could hear in the song. And then when you guys agree or disagree, that takes us into an area where you're getting maybe the advantage of some new perspective from this, you know, informed place in a sense that I'm informed with this history of music or whatever, right. you know? That was probably pretty verby, but... No, I, yeah, that, that makes total sense. And Thomas, when you're coming in, because, uh, you know, you're kind of an extra set of ears. Like, we're we're used to playing together, so we're, we're pretty, like I said, attached to, to the music and we're, you know, it's really, really helpful to, for, to have people come in and... Um, and, and just listen to our songs and give us input. And I often think about this, and maybe some of the other guys in the band can pipe in and talk about this, how you never, ever know what it's like. Like, I, we will never know what it's like to walk in on a Boy in December practice or walk into a Boy in December show. You know what I mean? Like, what that feels like. No. Um, you know, and to hear the songs from that perspective. So having Thomas and Rand around take some of the guesswork out of that because we know one they're transparent guys they're going to be honest with us if they like something or not and two we know that what we like at the same time like we're not we're willing to fight for the parts we think that we want so it's not like uh basically it's just a good it's basically team, a team effort a right? collective well, production there's a huge collective difference between producers, listening really. there's a huge difference between listening to what other people say and obeying what they say right right and, and there's no at no time does it would i ever say that you guys would not listen and at the same time i would never say that you don't obey you just listen right. and then think about what you can do and then you'll do your version of whatever it is that you know we're talking about yeah that's and right. something yeah. something that i would have to say about thomas is and it, it started that one summer when Thomas and I started to spend some time out there together, holding hands and just, you know, singing. And <laughs> talking yeah, it was what, interesting. What we started, and I, again, maybe Thomas would disagree, but what I, what I notice is he has a lot of the skills and talents and technical elements that I don't have. And I could say something, a feeling or a thought, and Thomas would be able to either do it with knobs and buttons and, you know, so on, or he'd be able to you know, musically understand what that means. So he's got a real, uh, like a really great ability and, and a talent, but more so than that, it's a skill and he's learned so much that he can bring into that. So in a sense, what you have when Thomas and I are working with you guys is you have your native talent and then you have these kinds of yin and yang actions mm -hmm. yeah, working way to put it. Mm -hmm. on another side. And it creates, I think it creates potentially some really interesting stuff and and you know obviously only people who like the music would think it was interesting if someone hated it they'd say sure. no it great yeah now we were uh, talking earlier to thomas um just about his musical path and his career and like you know what brought him into uh being a recording engineer and talk we played some blind eye era um, oh, nice. and all that kind of stuff. Do you have any, uh, let's, let's get into the mind of a, a recording engineer for, for a second. You might have some thoughts about that, Rand, uh, something you'd have always wanted to know. Well, I mean, I, w I wonder if Thomas hears music the way that, uh, I hear music where you hear it almost like you can decide which part you're going to listen to. So like you listen to a song and you're listening to the bass you listen to a song another time and it's a whole new experience because listening to the singer or you listen to another time and you know you can almost like slice out the piece that you want i assume he has to be able to be doing that for a significant percentage of the time that he's working right definitely definitely randall and well and it just it's almost to the next degree just that i can i can tune out the song completely and just listening listen to like the frequency response and that's something that and I listen, can't even listen to a balance. I can I can listen to a well recorded bad song. Probably almost better than I could re listen to a bad recorded good song. Wow. <laughs> almost. And of course I'm the total opposite. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> Mike has just disappeared now he's back. Well, I think Micah was offended, probably. Oh, he was. He, he was, was like, very offended. Of this, they're not talking about me anymore. You're very sensitive, Micah, and that's part of what makes you such a good person. Yes, Master. Thank you. <laughs> well, see, we we also have this element, since we're all brothers, we tend to need, we tend to have the need to uh, perform 
to someone. So when we perform to Thomas and Randall, <laughs> it brings out stuff that we otherwise never have. We, we just have this need because we're so used to each other True. and and so don't have the need to impress each other mm-hmm. that we uh, once the well, production know, team gets in there, we tend to definitely um, jump into our element as well, which is which is great. And then they can pull that out of us. Strength too, eh? yeah. It's that you, you guys don't fear the fact that you might look silly for trying something in front of each other. True. Yes, that's, that's totally right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. sure at some point one of the members, or maybe even two of the members of the band, have diapers of other members, or something so deeply beyond a, a, a way of feeling, you know, embarrassed about you know making a mistake, right, or trying something that's not working or whatever. So you can take so much ego out of the equation. <laughs> can you sing that share song? <laughs> Do you believe in life? <laughs> I just want to hear that. Can you sing that share song? Do you believe you in life after yeah, love? Yeah, because your phone's kind of acting up. It would sound cool. I think if I sang that, I'd explode. <laughs> Do it. Come on, man. One of the few things that I truly hate is that song. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that was the first time we all heard auto-tune, right? Yeah. When I, if I think of it, yeah. She let the cat out of the bag. She let the cat out of the bag, unfortunately. It's such a it's such a frustration <laughs> to hear a song like that. It's awful. It is awful. Yeah. It's really frustrating to think that bands like you guys are are in a you know, a garage or a church or whatever wherever the you know, the recording is happening, kind of busting out these songs and trying to put a lot of feeling and heart into it. You know, doing doing good stuff, and then she can walk into a studio where these wizards yeah. can take whatever crap. And I'm not I'm not saying she's not talented, but she can just dump anything out, and they can. <laughs> it's true. Wiggle it into something else. That's frustrating. <laughs> uh, Am I roboting again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's great though. It's it was adding to, to, to it the goodness here. Well, what I should sing is Kraftwerk. Go for it. We are the robots. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we were just discussing um, the next single. Unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, uh, Boy in December is going to be, the next few weeks are going to be strictly getting ready for the summer shows and, and live getting our live show down. Um, we probably won't be starting the next uh, song until probably the middle of May. As far as another single starts recording, yeah, it. probably. And we're all in agreement on this experiment that Thomas has proposed of of pulling out some kind of metal elements and things, and basically just throwing stuff at us that we would never think of, and uh, producing producing something totally original that way. What do you think about that, Randy? You excited about that idea? And we've lost him. Yeah, I love that idea, okay. and here's one of the reasons why I love that idea. You have not lost me. Okay. Yep. Check, check, check. Yeah, you're back. I'm back, right? Yep. What, I love that idea. And the reason why I love that idea is that we've definitely got a sound now, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, we I have agree. to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> now that we have it. Well, and, and whatever you play is going gonna, is gonna to be taken through the lens of that style and that sound, so... Yeah. Think about. I, I'll refer to a song from the last album. Think about how Dylan was created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just and, and I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, a little bit more of experimenting, finding the best part of the song, and then just going with that. Like I remember hearing that, that that piano part that mm-hmm. you had done for something else, and saying, "Oh man, you got to pull that out, isolate it, and make that sort of the central platform for a song." Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, there's some really, to me, a really great song that came out of that. And now Thomas is going to do something, I assume, that's very similar to that process. Find mm-hmm. an element, have a new platform, and then you guys work off that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to it, too. Yeah. So uh, we're getting close to 50 minutes here uh, for the Boy in December podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly appreciate Thomas dropping in, and uh, it's great that Randy <laughs> could make it in for, uh, for a little bit of it here at the end. And we're looking forward to the next single, but please enjoy All Right, uh, produced by Randall Lobb and Thomas Ireland and written by Boy in December. And it's on iTunes right now. It's on our website yeah, right check now. Check it out. 
and it'll be everywhere else that you buy your online music within the next few weeks. Um, also, Boy in December is going to be playing a live show. Our next one is May the 9th in Stratford, Ontario, at a place called Molly Blooms, and you can check out the website for more information uh, about that. And hey, Rand, you're driving. What are you listening to? Uh, I'm listening to this podcast by uh, a local band I really like called Boy in December. Nice. Wow. Sure, yeah. And Thomas, what are you listening to these days? Because uh, I'm working on this band from Woodstock called The Empirical Method, and I've been mostly listening to that. Yeah. Micah, what are you listening to? I'm listening to uh, the all-time classics. My... <laughs> My edge in YouTube. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that you listened to YouTube, Micah. That's really? Surprising. <laughs> that's, that's so surprising. Um, Matt, what about you? What's on your? Uh, actually, I've been enjoying uh, the new album by Glass Vegas. Interesting. They're a Scottish band, but actually, um, I was going to. I love the some of the guitar tones they come out with. So it's actually going to send some of that over to Thomas there and Micah. Nice. Some really neat get wall guitar sounds and that they experiment with. And I've been listening to a new band. Well, they're probably not even new, but I've been listening to a band called Of Montreal this week that I'd never heard before. I'm finding them pretty interesting. A lot of interesting uh, synth kind of stuff and some 80s kind of influences and stuff. Kind of interesting. Well, now I want to say what actual music I've yeah, been I know, listening I know. to this week. Sure. What have you been listening to, Rand? I've been listening to uh, a band called Hammock. That's mm-hmm. kind of a post-rock band. Uh, the album Pinotic I've been listening to, and I'm I'm liking uh, kind of music landscapes. It's no lyrics, really, to speak of, and uh, it's been just hitting me right in my in my hip pocket. Nice, you know, really powerful. I've been listening nice. to Ron Sexsmith's last record. Nice. But I don't stuff. like it as much as his other stuff, to be honest. Oh yeah, wasn't that produced by very polished? Was that produced by Lenoir? No, Bob no, Rock. Bob Rock. Rock. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I knew it was a metal music. producer. There we go. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> too poppy for me yeah. for him. Yeah, but he's great. He's an excellent singer songwriter. Oh yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Well, we're gonna we're gonna spin it out here with um, with the live version of. The song All Right. This is what it sounded like before uh, these two guys got a hold of it. And uh, we're going to end with this. So this is Boy in December, episode 14, signing off. See you later.
you can catch that song uh, live at GDCI, that one, and other live versions of All Right at boyindecember.com and Faux Pop TV. This is Boy in December signing off.